Well, hello there. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. And welcome to another Midnight Miami Million Dollar Rant with Wesley Virgin himself here, okay? Hey, guys, put your names below. I love to give everybody a shout-out here. And you guys asked for it, so I decided to do it again tonight here. Um, you know, because I just really believe... That service leads to greatness, and I want to do whatever it takes to help you put yourself in the situation where you're destined to be. So put your names below, young people, and let's get started. Make sure you record this video right. Make sure anytime that you have the opportunity to speak or listen to a multimillionaire here, um, make sure you write things down, right? Don't trust your brain. All right, make sure you write things down. Atolis, Atolis, how are you? Akash, how are you? Charles Kennebrew, what's up, Charles? What's going on, my brother? Ibrahim uh, Alaba, what's going on? Mario, hey, how are you? Thank you, Raw Riches, appreciate you. P.L. Medi, Carlos Felix, Janelle, Joe Gilmore, let's go, Amir. And I want you guys to put your questions together here. This is a Q&A. And um, I know you can't see me right now because I'm laying down. I'm relaxed. So I'm not really in the mood of turning the lights on. So I want you guys to really to focus on my voice. Okay. And just listen. And that's all you really need to do is listen to the advice. Listen to, um, you know, my audiology or my philosophy as it relates to becoming wealthy and it doesn't matter if you're in your, your teenager, you can be in your 20s, 30s, or 40s. doesn't matter if you're married or you're single. This information is applicable to you. And it doesn't matter your age. Um, even at this moment right now, you can change your entire life because I did it. Okay? I just made 3000 in one day. Congratulations, my brother. I love you. I love all of you. Raul, much love. Mark, Angela. Mary, Jaden, how are you? Cornelius, how are you? Okay. Turn your light on. Not tonight, not tonight. Right now, it's, it's kind of windy out here in Miami. I'm on the 46th floor, so the wind is pretty heavy here. I love it. Actually, one day I'm going to actually go to sleep with the uh, balcony door open just to have the experience. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started here. Go ahead and put your questions below. Hey, Susan, I see you. Um, go ahead and start putting your questions below. And listen, the reason why I do this is because when I was struggling, when I was trying to survive like a lot of you, but at the same token, I wanted to be wealthy. I made a promise to myself that I would help other people, okay, superstars, beautiful people like yourself, that I would take time out of my busy schedule several times per week and jump online here on the uh, Instagram platform or Facebook platform and answer your questions because I didn't get the opportunity to speak or get the opportunity to ask questions to a rich person, okay? So I want to give you that opportunity, so take it seriously here. Uh, appreciate all the likes uh, that you guys are hitting that like button for me right now. appreciate that, and I want you to be serious. Take this serious, you know? I mean, it's Sunday right now when I'm recording the video here. 
And I want you to take this serious. You know, I know we have a lot of fun, but it's, it's no reason why you shouldn't be in a better situation. And sometimes it's the lack of knowledge and sometimes it's just the lack of motivation on your part. So if I can if I can play a part, if I can be a catalyst tonight with you, um, let me do that for you. Okay, what did you study? What do you mean, what did I study? Um, I used to be an engineer when I was in my 20s for a very long time. And I decided to study marketing. What do you do to forget your past pain and sadness? That's a good question. I like that, actually. So he says, what do you do to forget? How many of you have past pains and sadness that keeps popping up in your brain? Like you keep thinking about some of the past events that have taken place in your life. Maybe things you've never shared with anyone. Um, That's tearing you apart or maybe things that you've told people, but it just bothers you, especially, you know, when you're in bed or when you're alone, you think about these things. Listen, this is how you deal with that stuff. okay? And I want you to listen to me close. You wouldn't drive a car. Like for everybody that drive, you wouldn't drive a car. Down a road. Looking behind you with you. I mean, think about it for a second. Like a lot of you drive, some you don't. But listen, you get the point. If you're driving a car straight, right, down the road, you wouldn't drive a car and look behind you when you're trying to go forward. Does that make sense? You may say, exactly, Weston. That's obvious. That's self-evident. Well, it's the same thing as it relates to life. You, it doesn't make sense To try to create your future from the past. Or to even think about the past. In order to create the future. So you have to understand something about the brain. Like just because you feel sad or. You know past events just pop in your mind. You have to understand how that works. And I'm going to get a little bit. I'm going to talk a little bit about NLP right now. This neuro linguistic programming. A lot of you. The reason why you have these sad moments. Or you, you know the past pains. And. You feel bad because you have anchors. It's called triggers, which means if you had a terrible experience with someone and they said something or they did something to you, if you hear something or someone does something similar, you're a trigger over feelings. Does that make sense? That's why like music, think about the first time you had sex, okay? Now, if you're young, you shouldn't have sex at all. You should have sex until you turn 30. I say that because my daughter watching this, you know, I'm a... <laughs> but listen here. Um, so think about the last time, uh, the first time you had sex, and think about the music that you had playing. Right? Think about that moment. So music itself is a trigger. And you can hear a song, you're like, oh, I remember this guy I was with, or I remember this girl I was with. A song can trigger that, even a smell. So those are called anchors. So when you have that period of sadness or pain out of nowhere. It's something in the environment that's anchoring that. Does that make sense? I know I'm getting a little bit NLP here, but that's what's happening. That's why you could be laying in your bed, ready to go to sleep, and all of a sudden you think about something that happened in your childhood. Or you think about how someone lied to you. Or you think about maybe had a bad argument. You think about how someone really hurt your feelings. Okay? So those are anchors. You know, it's anchors that are firing off that are unconsciously happening because you weren't aware of what was going on in the environment. 
So the best way to deal with that first is to understand that's all what it is. So two, just because you feel sad or just because you, um, you're thinking about the past doesn't mean you have to. Listen, just because you're sad and you're thinking about your past doesn't mean you have to continue to be sad and think about the past. Remember something about the brain, okay? Anytime that you experience any type of emotion, it's because the process of thinking, right? You're thinking a certain way. So if you're thinking about a past painful moment, just by thinking about that moment, your body starts to experience maybe pain, maybe your stomach hurt, maybe your chest hurt. Does that make sense, young people? So the thing is, you have to realize that you have to start to become aware. This is what's lacking with millennials and young people, even older people. They just they have to become aware of your of how you're feeling, right? So that means that if I'm feeling all of a sudden I'm having a good day and all of a sudden I think about say when I don't know something about past that happened, I just feel bad all of a sudden, right? I have to be aware that I'm feeling this way. One, then two, I need to change it. Does that make sense? Hit the light button if that makes sense. And then you have to understand that you can change it. Does that make sense? Some of you believe that you can't change how you feel, right? You may say, well, I just feel this way and I can't control it. And I just can't stop feeling this way. How many of you ever said that? I can't stop. Now listen to the word. Listen to the language. Whenever you say, I can't stop feeling this way, you know, it's just something that keeps a hold of me. Well, now you're referencing something that you have no control over. Like when you make a statement such as, you know, it just won't change or I just can't get it out of my mind. The question is, what is it? You're referring to something that you feel that you can't control, which is dangerous. See, when a lot of people say, well, I have anxiety. I don't know why, but I just have it. It has me or I'm depressed. It just has me. I don't know. I just get it just happens. See, we refer to her it. So the question is, what is it? Right? And when you refer to something as it, you're assuming that it's something else outside of your control. So you have to be very careful with language. Because if you feel something else is doing it to you, then that means that you're not driving your own bus. That means that you're not in control. Listen, you're in total control of your emotions and your feelings. Just because things, you know, this is life. Things will pop up in your mind and you will start to think about certain things that will make you feel less than good. This is natural. Even it happens to me, but I don't stay there because I know what to do, right? I can think about something that happened in my childhood and all of a sudden I can feel a little bit less than good about that, but I know what to do, which means is I don't have to entertain that thought. I can think about something different, okay? It's important to understand that you can change it. I want everybody to type that below. When I say you can change it, you can change how you feel at any given moment. Okay. I did this with my daughter a couple of years ago. Let me share the story with you. We were going swimming. She was real young, maybe five or six years old. And she was at my house for the summer and we were swimming and at our pool it's um, 
you know, it's against the rules to jump into the pool. And I said, don't jump into the pool. I told her, I told David. But of course, my baby, being just like her dad, she decided to break the rules. She jumped and I put her on timeout. And, you know, just like any baby, any child, they start to cry, right? Cry. So she was crying. Wah, wah, wah. Crying, crying away. And I'm saying, baby, you know, you can do all this crying if you want, but, you know, what you, what you did was wrong. And she just kept doing it because she wanted her way. And I said, Deasia, you can continue to cry about something that's already taken place. Like, you already punished. You're already here. Or you can make a decision just to stop. <laughs> that's what I told her. I said, you know, you can just make a decision. Because what she was doing, she just kept thinking about how dad is not allowing her to go swimming. She just kept thinking about it, thinking about it. But I said, baby, that is over. Like while she was crying, I said, you know what, baby, it's over. You can stop. And you know what? Believe it or not, my baby is so smart. She just stopped crying. <laughs> she just stopped. She was like, no. She just stopped. It was amazing because, and it's so funny the, how easy it was. And because and what she was doing is she wanted me to feel sorry for it. She wanted me to feel bad. She wanted me to feel pity and just say, okay, baby, do it. And we, you know, babies or young children, they use that as a mechanism to get parents to basically get their way. And that's not what we do as adults. So when you feel sad about something, upset, and you start to suffer, well, you want someone to show pity to you. This is why we want to depend on our friends. Am I making sense here? Hit the like button if that's you. Right? This is the reason why if something terrible happens in our lives, first thing we do, we call somebody, text somebody, you won't believe what just happened. This person did this person. My mama, my daddy, my this, my brother, my lover, my boyfriend, my husband, he just did this, blah, 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 blah. And we start to talk because we're venting and we want that person to say, you know what, it's all right. Really? I can't believe he did that. I can't believe she did. Right. We want someone to link up with us, right, to be on our side, to validate how we feel. Does that make sense? But what I'm telling you, you're adult. So that doesn't work. You can't cry like a baby anymore. You, I want everybody to realize that any feeling that you're feeling, that you feel that you can't control, that you just can't stop thinking about it, you can. Hello? Some of you think that you're poor. Some of you think that you're average. Some of you think that you're ugly. Some of you think that you're not smart. Listen, you can change it. Okay? You can change it. You don't have to keep thinking those same thoughts that's pulling your feelings in a very piss poor attitude. Okay, does that make sense here? I didn't want to go too long here. I just wanted to explain it to you. Now, understand this. Now, that sounds all good. You may say, okay, Wesley, that sounds good. Yeah, I understand. You can change your thoughts. We can change how we think to change how we feel, but it's tough. Absolutely. And the only reason why it's tough is because you've been doing, you've been feeling and you've been uh, uh, living a certain way for a very long time. You have conditioning, you have conditioned yourself to be a certain way. So now it's a bit tough because your body knows better than the mind, which means if someone calls you out of your name, immediately you get upset. Right, you don't even have to think about it. You just get upset. If you're driving your car, someone cuts you off, blow the horn. You want to curse them out. You want to flick, 
your middle finger at them, right? You do this automatically, unconscious. This is because the body, the mind has trained the body so well that the body does it on automatic. Does that make sense? This is the reason why you can drive a car, put makeup on, and talk on the phone, right? Unbelievable. Because the body now knows better than the mind. And when the body knows better than the mind, and when the mind wants to start to change the body, the body says no. Okay, does that make sense? This is the reason why when you're trying to stop an addiction, when you're trying to stop a certain habit that's not serving you, that's why you feel pain. You're like, I don't want to do this. I hate it. You try to go work out. You've never worked out before. You try it out, right? You hate it. Why? Not because you just really don't like it. Your body doesn't want to learn something new. It doesn't want to adapt to a new situation. It will, but it doesn't want to. Does that make sense? Because you've already trained yourself. Your mind is already trained. Now, listen to me. Most of you, this is your daily routine, okay? Correct me if I'm wrong. You get up, maybe you roll out of bed. You hit the snooze a couple of times if you got to go to work, right? You get your clothes on. Maybe you have time for breakfast, maybe not. You get in your car, you're in traffic. You're upset that you're in traffic. And you're already upset on a Monday morning because you don't want to go back to work because you don't like the job, but you feel that you got to be there because it's a part of your survival. Then you're at work, you don't like the people that's there. You don't like the boss. You feel that the boss is not qualified enough to be the boss. So you got to deal with, you're behind the computer, you're working as a waitress, waiter at the store, and you're waiting for lunch, right? You just got there at 8 o'clock, and you're like, is it lunch yet? Lunch comes around. You rush out because you didn't have time to make your lunch. You rush out, and you go get some unhealthy food, even though you're trying to lose weight at the same time. Am I making sense? And you go, you get something, some bite to eat. You're probably eating it in the car. You eat it at the restaurant. Maybe eat it at the, uh, the job itself, right? Some type of fast food. Uh, um because you don't have enough time to go to lunch. Does that make sense? And then you get back to your cubicle, you get back to the office, and you're looking at your watch again. You're looking for five o'clock. You're browsing through Facebook, you're browsing through Instagram, right? Because you're bored, right? You did enough work, now you're taking a break and you're doing all these things simultaneously. Then, boom, guess what? It just hit five o'clock, just like the bell rings when you leave school, right? Everybody's excited. Then everybody gets in their car, right? It's just like school, isn't it, right? You know when the 3 o'clock bell rings, everybody runs out to their parents' car, cars everywhere, right? Traffic everywhere. It's the same thing when you leave your job. You're rushing home, but you're in traffic. You're tired. You're kind of pissed off a little bit because you got to cook dinner. You got to take care of the kids. There's so many things you got to do. And if you worked hard that day, and then when you finally get home, right, you got the kids, you got to deal with the homework, got to make sure everybody has um, ate the food, you got to put uh, the kids to bed, you got to talk to the hubby, talk to the wife, right, text a little bit, and then you got to have a drink, right, have a drink of wine, beer, or something that can put you to sleep, and guess what, that's the average person's life. How many of you, I, I came close. That's a lot of you. Now, I want you to picture this. Picture doing this for five to ten years. Picture doing that for 20 years of your life. Every day, same routine. 
And then one day you want to be an entrepreneur. It's not that you can't do it, but your body is not has not adapted to being an entrepreneur. So your body understands that, hey, no, no, we get up at this time and we go to work and we get a paycheck every two weeks. Does that make sense? But see, as an entrepreneur, you might not get a paycheck for two weeks, in three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. So if you don't get a paycheck and you're working your ass off, right? Because your body understands this. Your body has learned exactly what it needs to do to survive, to make money. So when you start to become an entrepreneur, you don't make money in a month, two months, three months. So now you're getting frustrated. Does that make sense? Your body is getting frustrated. You're feeling like, what is going on? You get confused. Why? Because you're thinking, your body is thinking. See, even, listen, even though your conscious mind understands that it's going to take time to assimilate a new habit, right? Even though your mind understands that you got to put some work in and, you know, you're not going to reap the awards so quickly. Your body doesn't. That's why some of you get sick to your stomach when you're not making money online. That's why some of you have a headache when you're trying to learn something new and it's not working. Does that make sense? Because your body doesn't understand and it doesn't want to assimilate and it doesn't want to learn a new process because it has adapted by the conditioning and by the repetition you've already put it through. Does that make sense? I'm sorry I went a little bit long-winded, but hit the like button if that made perfect sense to you. Or comment that made sense. I just want to make sure all of you understand that. That's that's very important. It doesn't matter how young you are right now. You have to understand that. Because if you're not, you're going to find yourself in a loop going nowhere. You're going to be that person... You're going to state consciously that you want to change your life, that you want to make more money, that you want to make, you know, take more risks. But you really have to understand the mind. The mind does not want you to be successful. Okay, the mind doesn't even care about success. It doesn't care about poverty. It doesn't care about averageness. The mind only cares about the environment that you put it in and it only cares about the information that you repeatedly hear, see, taste, smell, and touch. That's it. Does that make sense? It is not biased. It doesn't know what it it doesn't know how it feels to be rich. You have to teach the mind and the body how it feels to be rich. The body and the mind doesn't know that if you don't have money that you should be sad. You have to condition yourself, right? To be that way. Does that make sense? Okay, great. All right, so next question for me. Uh, I'm pretty sure I answered that question very well. Okay. Next question. And you know, I, I like talking about the mind because the mind is the most important thing to your success or to your failure. Until you realize that how you think about life and until you realize that even your behaviors now like right now some of you are on the right side of the bed right some of you on the left side some of you are on your back some of you sleep on your stomach why is that it's habitual right 
Some of you like to sleep with the lights off. Who is that? Some of you like to have a nightlight. Some of you like to have the TV on while you go to sleep. Some of you need to have some form of light when you're sleeping. Some of you don't want to sleep alone. You got to sleep with your kid or sleep with your boy or boyfriend or girlfriend. Does that make sense? Some of you sleep naked. Some of you sleep with your boxers. Some of you sleep with your panties on. Some of you sleep with your fully clothed pajamas on. Does that make sense? Okay, this, these are habits. Okay, these are, see, and the problem was you were never aware of it, right? You never thought about it like that, right? Some of you like the door open when you go to sleep. Some of you like it closed. Make sense? Some of you brush your teeth before you go to bed. Some of you don't. <laughs> right? See, you never thought about it like that, right? But um, some of you, when you take a shower, you start from the head to the toe. Some of you start from the toe to the head. Some of you start to your chest. Some of you start, you know, you know, it's so many things that we do that you don't realize that you do. And those things are creating you. And those things are bundled up with your beliefs, your values, and how you perceive your world. Okay? All right, next question. What is the first step to start in action? Do something. I mean, the thing is do something. You know, the first step is this. Tomorrow morning when you get up, instead of rolling out of bed, jump out of bed. Just try it. That's, that's, you know, that's the first thing. Like, that, that's don't even talk about being rich right now. Just get out of your bed with energy. Okay? Don't roll out of bed. Like, stop rolling out of bed. Stop waking up thinking and, uh, about all the pathetic things that you're going to do. Stop getting up like life doesn't matter. That's the first thing you can do. Tomorrow morning, I dare you just to jump out of bed. I don't care if you don't feel like jumping out. Just do it. Right? Because now you're taking conscious control of yourself. A lot of you are allowing your unconscious mind or the old programming to permeate and to repeatedly produce a behavior that you don't like. Get out of bed. Jump. Jump out of bed. What's the best way to prepare your mind for success? One, put yourself in a better environment. Hello? Can you guys hear me? Put yourself in a better environment. What do I mean by that? Stop watching all the TV. Stop watching all these movies, drama movies, killing movies. Stop playing all the video games. Call of Duty, Black Ops, NBA 2K. Stop. Stop it. Stop wasting time on your iPhone just looking at pictures. Right? Scrolling through. Look at what Kim Kardashian doing. Right? This this is the start. Stop walking with your head down. Stop walking with your shoulders shrugged. Put your shoulders back. Put your head up. Stop walking like your mom and your dad just passed away. Walk with purpose. That's the best way to start to become a successful person. Because to become a self-sucked successful person you must project the image of success first before anything will materialize in your life all successful and wealthy people understand that for them to be wealthy they must project a wealthy attitude to be successful you must project 
a successful attitude. Notice, I didn't say that you have to have money. I didn't say that you need a mentor. I didn't say that you need to read the right book. I didn't say that you have to go to a seminar. I said that you have to project the attitude. Attitude means how do you feel about yourself and life? Okay? Your attitude, okay? It determines your altitude. It determines how how high you're going to go in life, how you feel and how you think about your life right now. If you think piss poorly about your life, you're going to have a piss poor life. If you think that you have an angry life, or you're, always, you're going to have an angry life forever. If you think that you have a painful life, a hard life, you will always have a painful, hard life. Not because you're unlucky. It's just because you keep thinking that way. Okay? That's the best way. Next question for me. How can you trick your mind about putting words into action? I mean, you don't need to trick your mind, sweetheart, Jay. Like, you don't need to trick your mind. It's not a trick. Just understand something. See, let me explain the mind and make this very simplistic for you, okay? Your mind is nothing but a computer. If I have a computer, right, a lot of you know what a computer is, right? My millennials, right? Some of you old people, you might not. Listen, okay, so you have a computer, right? If I have Windows 95, now some of you are not old enough to know Windows 95. Maybe I'm telling my age, talking about Windows 95. And you remember when we had to upgrade the operating system back in the days, right? Okay, so if you have Windows 95, the only type of information that computer is going to produce is Windows 95 type of um, information, the operating system. But we have something that's called Windows 98. You remember that? Windows 2000. Now, if I want to upgrade, now listen, a lot of you are Windows 95, right? You got some of that old programming you have those negative beliefs. You're scared to take risks. You're lethargic. You're not motivated. But you want to upgrade to Windows 2000, right? You want to travel the world. You want to make millions of dollars. You want to be happy all day. You want to buy things. You want to help people. You want to smile on your face every single day, right? But let me ask you a question. How do we change the operator system here? Like, how do we upgrade the operating system well since i was an engineer i'm qualified to answer that question first thing that must be done you must format the drive hello you must format the drive that means you have to get rid of all the old programming see see the thing is some of you might say well can you just like you know try to pull out window 2000 functionality no it won't work Right. You can't just go to the computer and start to uh, program Windows 2000 type of operating system when it's Windows 98. It's not going to accept the commands and see a lot of that's what you're doing. You're trying to add new information. While the old information is still there. And guess what? You got a lot of clutter. Listen, a lot of you are positive and a lot of you are negative. You have both at the same time. Right. At the same time, you want to be rich. It's a part of you that's scared to be rich or scared to take the necessary steps to be rich. Some of you want a lot of money. Another side of you, you don't have no clue on what you would do with the money. 
Listen, you have to format the drive. If I want to upgrade that computer to Windows 2000, I have to format and I have to clear all information in that computer. And until I format that drive, I can't install a new operating system with your mind. This is the reason why I'm an advocate of meditation. Meditation, hypnosis is the fastest way to eliminate your your mind of all these negative thoughts, all these disempowering beliefs. Because once you do that by meditating, I think that's the fastest way. Like hypnosis and meditation is the fastest way to start to reprogram yourself. When you start to eliminate all those things, now you have room, okay, like right now, to accept new information. You have room and now you can believe that you can be rich. Now you'll believe that you're worthy to be wealthy. And now you'll naturally take action. You won't think about the pain such as you'll just leave your job because now you have the proper confidence to believe in yourself that you can create new money without a job. Does that make sense? Okay. Great. Next question for me. Question. And guys, remember, you can always go to overnightmillionaire.net if you want to grab my meditation. I just talked about meditation. I mean, meditation is powerful. And I understand some of you are new people. And I understand that you think it's hard, right? You say, well, it's hard just to sit there. I understand. I know. I understand. I understand. It's tough. And guess what? It is what it is. Right? That's why this type of lifestyle is not for everybody. Because everybody is not going to be determined enough or patient enough to go through the learning process. Okay? Does anybody know what the learning process is? I've talked about this in a previous video here, a previous audio. The learning process. Let me explain it to you. Because even right now, while you're listening to my voice right now to the very end of this video here, Listen, as this is a learning process. You're learning something new here tonight with me. Some of the things that you hear, that you heard here tonight, you never heard before. Some of the stuff you have heard before, but you're still going through the learning process. Question, what is the first step of learning? Can anybody tell me or comment below? First step of learning is unconscious incompetence, which means you don't know what you don't know. It was many things that I said here tonight. You didn't know until I jumped on this live and you heard my voice and heard what I said. Then the second step is what? Conscious incompetence. You are now aware that this information exists. You are now aware that you can manage and control how you feel. That you don't have to stay suffering. You don't have to stay in the swamps of life just because everything around you demonstrates or emulates that you should have a piss poor life. You don't have to keep thinking that way. Then the third step, conscious competence. Now that's where a lot of you are right now. When you're trying to apply the concepts and the philosophy that I'm sharing in this video here, you get frustrated. Right, you're trying to do it, and at the same time you're doing it, you're you're not getting the results that you want. 
And the only reason why you're not getting the results that you want because you're trying to think at the same time that you're trying to do it. It's just like a little boy, right? When I was two years old, when my mother was trying to teach me how to tie a shoe. You know, first, I didn't know I needed to tie the shoe. Then my mom said, hey, you need to tie your shoe. And I said, well, what do you mean, mom? Then she showed me, right? I became aware that I need to tie my shoe. Then she showed me how to do it. And when I tried to do it, I didn't do it as fast as she did. I had to think. I said, well, I got to take the stream. I got to bake the little bunny ear. I got to wrap it around. You remember those days? Right? It wasn't automatic. We had to, I had to think through the process. And I messed up many times. Right? I tied the shoe in a knot. And then you get to the last step. Listen here. Which is unconscious competence. It's when you do it on autopilot. I ask you to tie your shoe right now, you just tie it. If I ask you to get in the car and drive to the store, go get me some Skittles, you'll just go drive the car. You won't think. You don't have to think about, you know, putting the car into drive. You don't have to think about, well, I need to put my right foot on the gas and uh, the right foot on the the brake here. I got to make sure I check. You just get in the car and you go. Because you're unconscious competent. Okay. Is when you do things on autopilot. See, even right now. Now, listen. Some of you, this is going to hurt your feelings. But some of you are doing very pathetic things. Piss poorly. And you're unconscious, competent about it. Think about the things right now that you do very well, but it's not serving you. Some of you smoke too much. You do it very well. You drink too much. You do it very well. Some of you keep using piss poor language you do it very well you use derogatory language towards yourself you do it very well you you self-deprecate you do it very well even at your job some of you you know you're you're a valet person you drive cars very well you're the best driver on the lot because you keep doing it every day some of you are the best waiters best way now i'm not talking about your job but i'm just letting you know anything that you're doing teachers you're the best teacher like anything that you do repeatedly you are developing a skill it doesn't matter how small or how large it is and how insignificant or how significant it is you are creating a skill you play video games all day you're probably really good at it you watch tv a lot you probably know everything that's going on in the world right you watch the news you know everything that's taking place on the planet here does that make sense? So the question is, what are you getting good at? What are you getting good at? Some of you sleep too much. You're good sleepers. Some of you, 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 you always state how tired you are. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. You're good at it. You're good at being tired. Okay? I'm tired. I'm tired. Well, you're good at it. Make sense? Next question for me. Hey, Wesley, do your mind tricks work on a 14-year-old? Yes, it does. It does. What am I good at? I get good at being happy, rich, and healthy. Playing football, bro. But I'm now 25. Wesley, why do you rent your condo instead of buying it? And how do you become a more attractive person in business? Yeah, I mean, I'm renting because I don't want to buy it. That's it. I don't have any reason to do it. I like to move from place to place, and I haven't made a commitment of the place yet, right? So, and to answer that question for you, I just, 
I do what I want to do, right? I don't want to. I want, uh, I want to rent. If I wanted to buy it, I would have bought it. But I chose to rent because uh, I like to move from place to place, which means is I'm not ready to be committed to where I'm at now, okay? Um, what is one thing you can do now to shift from an employee mindset to an entrepreneur mindset? Easy. Listen. You know, I don't, I don't want to be extreme. I was about to say something, but I'm not going to say that. Listen, this is the first thing for everybody that's an employee right now. And you want to make a shift, okay, to become an entrepreneur. This is number one. Know and believe that you can become a successful entrepreneur. It's the first step. It's just knowing and believing that you can do it. See, a lot of you won't do it because you don't believe that you can. He's like, well, I don't know if I could be an entrepreneur. You know, I don't. I need a mentor. I need someone to show me their way. I need someone to direct my path. Listen, the first step is just knowing that you can do it, right? Like, if you don't know that you can do it, you never will. You have to know that you can do it. Now, the question is, well, Wesley, how do I know? Look at people like me. I worked a job for 10, 15 years of my life. Right. I was inundated, conditioned that a nine to five job is the way to go. But look now, I'm not working there any longer. Make sense. I made the transition. I made the transition. So if I could make that transition. I'm a young black kid from Houston, Texas. Parents, they are pastors of a church. Parents never made more than $20,000 a year. I grew up in the hood, not the hood hood, but it was close. Right? I never seen a Ross, Ross Lamborghini until I was, I never driven anyone until I was in my 30s, right? That was, that, those type of cars are not in my neighborhood, even now. Those cars are not in my neighborhood unless I go to my neighborhood. And guess what? I still did it. Make sense? Did I answer your question? Okay, next question for me. Which is the best covenant to use when selling your email data? Selling? Which means, you, you mean selling your email data or do you mean a ESP as far as what company you use to collect the email data? You should use AWeber. Wes, I don't agree with the, the first step is knowing you can do it. Okay, it doesn't matter if you don't agree with me. Like, listen. You know, let me say this very, very bluntly. I don't care if you don't. Like, listen, guys. I don't care if you guys don't believe anything I say, right? Done. Because I am not trying to get you to believe it. I'm just advising you. If you don't believe something, guess what? Discard it. Leave the video. Okay. It's not it's not up for me to convince you. Why would I waste my time trying to convince you? I'm sharing the knowledge for people that want to hear it. I understand that everybody is not going to take my philosophy and use it for themselves. Even if I believe in it, even if I'm so passionate about it, it's still going to be people that's not. And it's okay. Right? It's okay. It's many people on the planet that give advice as it relates to what it takes to be successful. I'm just one of those people. So you won't hurt my feelings if you don't agree with me. Okay? 
But I'll, I'll give this to you. Okay. This is what I had to do to my brother one day years ago. You know, when I first made my first million. And he was still working a job at the time. And he was arguing with me. You know, he he wanted to come to my house all the time because he was just so fascinated how I went from, you know, pretty much zero to millions of dollars. And he was like, well, Wesley, I don't agree with you. <laughs> it was just like you, young man. He was like, I don't agree with you. You know, it's different. You know, I got a wife. I got a kid. I got this. I got that. I just can't leave my job. I just can't do this. I just... He kept saying, I just can't do stuff, right? And I said, Chris, my brother's name is Chris, Christopher Virgin. You've probably seen his program online as well because now he's rich because of his big brother. Listen, um, I said, Chris, I understand how you feel. But I want you to think about something, Chris. I said, Chris, you worked eight hours today, correct? He said, yeah. And you work eight hours every single day, don't you? He said, absolutely. And you make about eighty thousand dollars per year, right? So eighty thousand per year is about what five, six thousand a month, maybe something like that after taxes. I said, Chris, I want you to listen to me, and I want you to listen to me close. I make eighty thousand dollars every three days, and I'm not working eight hours like you. And I said that to tell him. I said, just because you don't understand and don't agree with me, okay? Doesn't mean that I'm not right. Because, see, you have to understand something because you might say, well, how do you know people are right or are they wrong? Well, this is how you know based off people's results. That's it. <laughs> results tell the story. Like a person can talk all day about what they're going to do and what they're doing. But if they're not producing a result, then people are going to have questions. So I said, Chris, my thinking it's different from your thinking. Does that make sense? It's it's completely different, right? You have an eighty thousand per year mentality. I have an eighty thousand per week mentality. It's totally different. I'm like I'm light years. That's why I told. I said I'm light years from how you think. Your consciousness is completely different from mine. So of course you're not going to understand me, and of course you're not going to agree with me. Does that make sense? Because to the reason why you don't agree with me, because it's outside of your comfort zone. Now I'm talking to you. Hello? See, a lot of you, the only reason why you don't agree with me, because it's outside of your comfort zone. It's something that you don't like. Right. So if you hear something that you don't like because it puts you outside of your comfort zone, you have the tendency or the proclivity to repudiate it, to say, well, I have to defer. And you say, well, I don't want to agree with that. And it's okay if you don't agree. But the reason why it's normal for you not to agree. Listen, a lot of things that you don't agree with doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Or I'm pretty sure a lot of you agree with me that smoking is bad. Even drinking too much alcohol is bad, but you still do it. You agree with me, right, about that obsessively smoking or obsessively drinking obsessively using you know the type of language that's disempowering you you'll agree with me but you still do it does that make sense so what i would share with that young man and everybody else it's not about agreeing or not agreeing it's about what's working what's effective
A lot of things that you're going to hear here tonight with me, trust me, it's not going to make any sense to you, right? At all. I don't understand that. And guess what? It shouldn't make sense to you. But it doesn't mean it doesn't work, okay? It doesn't mean it doesn't work. Majority of the poorest people are the average people on the planet. They all think the same. Like the people that have a nine to five job like you, you all think the same. You know, you're like, well, I can't quit my job because who going to pay my bills? Everybody says that, right? Not millionaires. They don't say dumb shit like that, right? Say things like, well, who's going to take care of my family? <laughs> right? The masses say this. Everybody. If I say quit your job, I can't quit my job. I can't quit my job. Look at the words. Poor mindset people say things like that. Does that make sense? Okay. So this is why I share with you, you know, this type of lifestyle, uh, this type of life, this wealthy life is not made for everybody because many people are not resilient enough. They're just not, they're not tough enough to take care of it, to handle it. Listen, everybody's capable. Listen to me, young people. Everybody's capable to be where I am, if not further. But I mean, many people, they, they're not willing to do it. They're not willing to sacrifice. They're not willing to diminish their ego. They're not willing just to shut their goddamn mouths and just listen and do it. All right? Many of you just, you, you'll rather express your opinion about what I'm saying Instead of just shutting your mouth and listening. Okay. And that's just how the world is. But you know what's the best teacher on the planet? Life. Don't worry. See me, if you disagree with me, I let life teach you. Life is going to show you what it really is. As you start to get older and older and older. Right? Because time will continue to go. Then soon you may realize that you just made a mistake. You may realize that you may say, Wow. You know, Wesley was right about that. Me disagreeing with him didn't do nothing for me or for him, right? <laughs> All right, next question for me. What are you currently studying, learning about now? I'm always the mind in ways to sell my product faster and help more people. I can't see an image. Yes, I know it was designed to be that way. If you guys getting value, come with the word getting value. and let, Listen to me. I know some of you... You know, you, your butt hurt right now. Your feelings are a bit hurt, but it's okay. I still love you. Hit the like button if you still, like I still, everything that I state, one thing I think why people listen to me, because I'm blunt, I'm direct, I'm to the point. I'm not going to pacify you. I'm not going to say that you're doing a good job when you're doing shit. You're doing nothing. A lot of you think that you're working hard. You're not fucking working hard. I know you're not. You're not. You're not, you're not, you're not working your ass. I know you're not. Right? And if you are, you must have a different level of working hard. Like me, man, like t today, man, I worked probably for like 13, 14 hours straight. I enjoyed it. How many of you did that? Okay. All right. And how many of you did that consistently? Exactly. So the thing is, I, I have to. I have to give you this information straight. Like, if you're screwing up, I'm going to let you know that you're screwing up. Okay? Do you still write in your journal, Wesley? No. I don't. I, I write in my iPhone now. Actually, my journal is now my iPhone. 
How do you achieve the type of thinking confidently when no one in your family circle thinks that way? Yeah, that's a good question, trader. Listen, if you want to be confident, if you want to think a certain way, but yet your family doesn't, if you can get away from them, get away from them. If you can't, then if you stuck at the house, I understand young people. If you're young, you know, you're under the age of 18, you're still there. And everybody's negative and you want to be positive because you got introduced to Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. You know what you do? Put headphones in your ears. Buy you some AirPods, buy you some cheap headphones. And at any given time when you can disconnect, you put those headphones in and you listen to something that is productive to your future. It can be some self-development audio. I do recommend that. It can be something that's going to empower you and to recondition your mind. Okay? Anytime that you have some free time that you're not around the family, that your mom or your dad or whoever you with is speaking all that negative talk, you put the headphones in. Now listen, now if you're over the age of 21 and you're still staying with your parents, especially if you're a man, you should be ashamed of yourself. Okay? You're not a man. Like any man that's listening to my voice right now, Women, I give them a pass, you know, I mean, it's all good. Women are soft, so it's all good. We love women. Men, if you're still staying with your mom and your daddy and you're over the age of 21, you got a goddamn problem, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. You're making, your parents are making you soft, still taking care of you, still paying your bills, still paying your cell phone bill. My son, come on now. When he's 21, he got us to go. I'll help him. But he got to go. He have to learn how to be responsible. He have to learn how to pay bills. A lot of you, your parents baby you, okay? And they wonder why you're pathetic. <laughs> they wonder why you're not focused. They wonder why you have the inability to concentrate. They wonder why you keep changing your major. You don't know what you want to do with your life. Because they need to kick your ass out of the house. Out. Get out. Go somewhere, right? That's what I believe, especially a man. A man should not be sleeping on on mama's couch at the age of 21, 31, 41. He should not be in the basement always at his mama house with hell no. No. Why? Because how does he learn how to become a man? How does he know how to take care of a woman? How does he know how to be financially sound? How does he know how to take responsibility? How does he know? Okay. He has to learn how to do that. So I know some of you men are a little bit upset right now because you're staying with your parents, right? Staying with your grandma, granddad, whatever. Get out. Because the longer you stay there, that's pathetic in my opinion. I'm sorry. That's pathetic. I was out of my parents. Like my dad, he he gave me all the mail. I either get out or go to the military. And I went to the military, then I got out of this house. I wasn't going to stay another second because I want to become my own man. Like, what man wants another man? I don't care if it's your father. What man wants another man to tell him what to do? When to come home? When when to get up? When to eat? When to do anything? Are you kidding me? No one wants this, right? So guess what? It's up to you to get up and get out, okay? Wesley, important question. What Pacific program do you recommend from Dr. David Snyder. Um, I don't know. I've never bought any of his programs, actually.
Uh, I told my wife to leave me alone until I'm making $1,000 per day. Awesome. My mom tried buying me stuff, but I always rejected because I got to give my own. Exactly. How do you believe in your own self? Um, how do you believe in yourself? Get up, go look yourself in the mirror and say, I believe in you. Now, I know that sounds simplistic. You may say, no, that's trivial. Come on, Wes. It has to be more than that. It's it's really not. I mean, see, then the better question is when you use the word believe, the believe in what? Believe in yourself about what? Right? Do you believe that your name is what your name is? I'm pretty sure you'll say yes. So obviously belief about that is not the problem. So the question is what are you having a problem to believe in yourself about? Whatever you want to believe about yourself. You tell yourself that you believe it now. If you don't believe that you can be wealthy, tell yourself, I believe I am wealthy now. It starts with your voice. It starts with just st stating it. And I know this sounds so trivial, right? You might say, this, this is just too easy, Wesley. It has to be something else. Right? I just can't build my belief by telling myself I believe in myself, right? Yeah, you can. Because the question is, when did you stop believing in yourself? Think about it. When did you stop believing? You know, when you was a little kid, you believed in everything. You believed you can do whatever, right? It was just no problem, no challenge that a child, children do anything. Children are okay with looking stupid. They're okay with looking silly. They're okay with acting silly. They don't care about people because they don't know that they should, right? That's learned. Like criticism or feeling bad about someone sharing some piss poor words, that is learned behavior. Children don't know that you should feel bad if someone calls you stupid. They don't know that they should feel bad if people tease them. They have no clue. It's learned. What books do you recommend? Uh, go get Think and Grow Rich. Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. All right, I'm from a small town and I'm like the only one from my high school who is so motivated to become greater. Just the other day, 19-year-old overdosed on blue pills. I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that you're motivated. How did you stay sane? What do you mean stay sane? Uh, I mean, say, what do you mean sane? I mean, explain the word sane, right? I mean, I guess you have sane and insane. What does that even mean? Like, what does it mean to be insane? What, out of control? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't even know how to be insane. I think I'm ever, I've never been insane. You know, I don't know. Understand, you got to be careful with using words, okay? You know, all these descriptors, these adjectives, what we use to describe the human experience. You know, some people, they look at life as a battlefield, you know, even relationships. You have to be careful with the words that you use because a lot of you, I don't even think you understand what the word actually means. Like sometimes when people say, oh, Wesley, you're so humble. You're so humble. I love you because I don't think you really understand what the definition is for humble. To be humble means to think of yourself uh, less important. Like, look it up. Don't believe me. Look up the word humble. It's to think of yourself from a less important standpoint. Like, you know, just you don't think much of yourself, actually. So the point is, just got to be careful with the words that you use to describe how you feel and describe the human experience. Okay, you got to be careful.
Hey Wes, what do you look for in a woman? Um, I like a woman that's positive. When you say look, do you mean physical or you mean like the personality? You know, I like a woman with a pretty smile. Uh, I like a woman that's I like, usually I typically date short women as well. Um, you know, positive. You know, I'm not saying that you have to be overly positive like me, right? I know that's a little bit outrageous, right? And to me, it's my normal. But, you know, I just like women that see life. Or they see the glass half full. You know, I'm not saying that everything is going well in her life. But I want her to at least see that, hey, the glass is half full. There's hope. We don't have to just complain and continuously complain about our lives. Because that just sucks my energy. So, yeah, you know, positivity is big with me, you know. Um, I like a woman that's caring, you know, care about others. Um, you know, willing to make a contribution. Someone that has a nurturing spirit. Make sense? A woman that's not too confrontational. I'm just being honest with you. Like, I can't take a woman arguing with me back and forth. That's not the woman for me. Like, if you want to argue with me. I'm not going to be with you. I don't care how beautiful, I don't care how big your butt is, how big your breasts are. I, I don't care, okay? I don't care how great your sex is, okay? If you argue with me, if you're a very argumentative person, you're very confrontational, I can't be with you because my personality won't allow it. As a matter of fact, I won't allow it. I'm not going to argue with a woman. It doesn't make any sense to me, okay? Um, and that's about it, you know, I mean, as far as personality-wise. You know, which is huge. Uh, someone that is a bit transparent, not too afraid to share how she feels about, um, you know, her past. It's kind of a bit, uh, I love women that's like an open book, you know, just a bit vulnerable at times. Just things that she may seem that's weak are her insecurities, but she feels comfortable to share that with me. It, it just it grows a closer connection with me when a woman does that. Okay, there you go. All men, you like short ladies. Okay, yeah, we do. Not all men. My friend Herman, he likes tall women. Taller than him. So all my tall ladies, reach out to Chiplex, Herman. Wes, you're the best. Thank you. My girl loves me to death. Whenever we argue, it's because we just love each other so much. Yeah, I mean, and, and to me, let me share something with you. I, I don't I don't know if I agree with that. You know, I understand that when people argue, they feel a certain way and they feel that because they love someone so much, they have to argue. I think that is a piss poor way of thinking about it, actually. Some some women and some men believe that if they don't argue with a person, that it that means that they're not in love. I'm like what? Um, I think it's okay to have a disagreement, okay, and it's a way that you can argue, right? And if you're gonna argue, I don't think you need to shout at each other. I don't think you have to scream. I don't think you need to talk at the same time. Like me, I'm not gonna talk at the same. Like I'm not gonna have a conversation or argue with anyone that wants to talk over me. Like I'll listen. I have no problem listening, but. When I'm done listening, then I need you to listen, right? So I think you can be a little bit more strategic when you argue or have a disagreement. And I wouldn't, don't call it an argument. Call it a conversation, you know? 
You're disagreeing about something. So think for a second. And man, this is what I want to share with you. Before you want to have an argument with a woman, just think about what's your outcome. Okay? Anytime you want to argue with a woman or have a disagreement with her, think about what is your outcome. Because a woman can argue for days and she can go at it, right? But think about to yourself, you know, what is your outcome? Is your outcome to win the argument or is your outcome to be in love with her? Is your outcome is to prove her right so she could be pissed at you? Or is the outcome for her just for you just to understand where she's coming from so you don't have to wind up on a couch, right? Make sense? So you got to be smart. And unfortunately, most men are not. Um, a disagreement is suspected. You guys love talking about relationships, don't you? You know, I just realized that a lot of these, the last videos I've been doing here, these audios have been about relationships. They always, they morph into your relationships here. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm not in a relationship, but I'm okay with talking about it. Uh, and like I said, I'm not an expert at relationships. So you can choose to take the information or you could discard it. Okay. Yeah, we don't. Okay. Any more questions for me? Wes, I can't register with Digistore from Nigeria. Yep, I know. Unfortunately, Nigeria is going to be flagged as a country that um, scams. It's not your fault, man. It's just how it is. Morning and night exact routine, Wes. How tall are you, Wes? I'm 6'1". Um, morning routine. I get up. I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to you. I meditate. Uh, for a while, I create my day. I visualize. Okay. Um, Shelf, she, she enters about maybe 1030. She arrives at the house and have my breakfast and go to the gym, go work out. Come back, check some emails, check my Skype. See what the companies are doing. See if I have any meetings for today as well. And then, um, of course, I eat again. Then, um, right before bed, I may do a video like this for you. Um, and that's it. I mean, it's just simple, right? I have a very short. One thing about me, fun fact about me is I have a very structured life. I do the same thing every day. Take my vitamins, work out. It's very structured. Work a lot. I love working, though. I love because I love what I do. So, have a very structured life. And I don't like that structure to be distorted or to be dysfunctional. I want it to be exactly how I have it because it works for me. Okay. All right. Question. Wes, you should do a workout video. Okay, I will. I have plenty online, actually. What are the three most powerful positive emotions? Um, happiness. Gratitude. And um, probably sexual energy. Sex, right? It's a very powerful emotion. Questions for me. How do you program the mind to be consistent? Um, 
So if you want to program your mind to be consistent, what you need to do is think about the pain if you're not consistent. Make sense? Like, for instance, if you want to work out, but you just can't, you know, you feel that you can't be consistent. So think about the pain of being diagnosed with diabetes. Think about the pain of being so overweight that people laugh at you. Think about the pain if you're so overweight that you can't get out of your bed, you have bed sores. Think about the pain if you get diagnosed with type 1, type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure. Think about the pain that your family will feel if you have a heart attack because of your inability and your irresponsible behavior it relates to your wealth. I mean, your health. Make sense? So just think about the pain in advance. And I'm pretty sure that will get you to be consistent. Like, write it down. Anything that you want to be consistent about, just write down the pain if you don't be consistent. How do you deal with the loneliness of being single? Oh, man, I'm not lonely at all. I love it. I don't know. I'm not not lonely at all. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, I love being by myself. And I know some of you don't because you're the type of person that loves to be around people. Hey, a lot of you are predominantly extroverts, which means is that you always need to be around people all the time, right? You just uh, you like being around people all the time. Me, I don't know. I like I'm an introvert to some uh, respect. Because uh, I don't necessarily like to be around a lot of people. And it's not because I don't like people. It's because it's the energy, man. People have very interesting energy. And some energy I don't want to be around. You just don't. And I'm very sensitive to energy. I'm very sensitive to how people feel. I can feel it. Okay? It's probably because I meditate so much. So I'm able to feel negative energy immediately. And I can't be around those, those type of people. So, um, yeah, did that answer your question? So, yeah, um, yeah. why do you assume that you're lonely when you're single? Exactly, foreign, that's a good good statement, yeah. You know, I'm not lonely at all. If I want to be with someone, I, don't know, I could be with anybody I want to be with right now. I mean, I could be around people if I want to. I just don't choose to. I, I'm being honest with you, I just would rather not because you just have a lot of people on the planet. The energy is just not good, you know, and I'm not trying to blame these people or trying to speak piss poorly it's just i gotta protect my energy <sighs> i live in a positive bubble man that's why my life is so good because i'm around people that have great lives or they perceive their life to be great okay wesley what's your zodiac sign according to astrology it is capricorn how do you meditate yeah, I just, um, I sit up in my bed. I take a deep breath, inhaling from my nose and exhaling draw my mouth. I do that about five times and I just sit there doing nothing for like 20 minutes. Anyway, so I want to know how to get into the program. You got it going on that I've been seeing. Okay, go to overnightmillionaire.net and jump in tonight. Do you know a null AA from your Porsche Tower? No, I don't even know who that is. Listen, I don't know anybody that stays here. It's only one guy 
and I don't know him, but you know, someone said he was famous. Uh, Messi, you know Messi. He plays soccer. His name is Messi. Messi. So he's my neighbor. Uh, I wouldn't know if I seen him. I wouldn't even know. I swear to God, like if I met the guy, I wouldn't know that he was a soccer player. Cause I don't watch soccer. I don't watch sports at all. But Messi, he stays in his building. Uh, other than that, I think there's some other reggaeton famous people. You know, I have no clue who these people are, to be honest with you. Okay. How does one gain the strength to leave a nine to five to start internet marketing? Yeah, you don't need to gain any strength. Okay, you just need to do it. And you need to give yourself reasons to do it. The reason why you haven't started the company is because you keep giving your reasons not to do it. How am I pay my bills? How am I going to eat? I got to pay my rent. I got to pay my... So give yourself reasons on why you should quit. Right? Think about those reasons. Write them down. And then eventually you will. Yeah. No, no sports. I don't know. I mean, I'll go to a game, but to be honest with you, I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm not trying to be funny. I don't understand how a person watches a two or three hour game on TV. Like any game. You know, men running up and down a court, men um, throwing a football down the field. You know, I understand some highlight moments, but for three hours? Woof, that's a long time to watch one game. And some people binge watch games. So I, I don't know. I just, I've never been into it. Um, I, I mean, I like sports. Like, I go to a, a basketball game, but to sit in my living room and watch it for three hours? Absolutely not. No. Time for bedtime. The goat has accomplished it all. What's your key to being fearless? Um, I guess the key to being fearless for me is, is, oh, I just think you got to get to the point where you just stop imagining what will happen. You know, you know, fear it has a great acronym, false. Evidence appearing real. Write that down below. That's what fear is. False evidence appearing real. Like fear itself is nothing but an illusion. It's a creation of the mind. Negatively. So whatever you're afraid of is what you're creating in your mind. You're creating a very negative outcome. So what I would suggest is to create something different. So instead of fearing something, just think about what would happen in the affirmative, right? On the positive side. How do you know you are working hard enough for success? Uh, good question. You don't know. You don't know. But this is what I can share with you. Whenever you're working, always imagine and think and know that somebody else is working 10 times harder than you. Okay? Just know that. Somebody in business is trying to kick your ass every day. Like me too. We're doing very well. But somebody right now is on my coattails. Okay. So that's how you keep moving. All right, guys.
I'm going to have to let you go here. Um, I love you. I appreciate you. I had a great time here tonight. If you got any value, uh, like and share this and just comment. I got value. You know, this was important. And if you're going to apply to take action, comment. I will take action tonight. Like, why are you watching a video? I don't care if it's the morning time or evening. You're going to take action of all the things that you've heard me to say here tonight. Take one idea. Even if you heard one thing tonight that resonate with you take it use it apply it master it because that's the key to all success is mastery in a niche or in a specific industry of life all right guys i love you so much i appreciate you much love good night great night let's go